Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Bonnie, who used to be a former sex worker and now hosts the podcast Dumb Blonde. Most little girls grow up wanting to be doctors and lawyers and shit. And I was like, I want to be super hot, make a lot of fucking money and be a rock star's wife. That was my goal as a child. And here we are. <laughs> Hello, babies. Welcome back to another episode of Dumb Blonde. We are in Vegas. We are on tour. We are doing a fill-in episode because our fucking <laughs> guest today flaked. <laughs> Oh, we man. had this planned for we, a while now for, you know, I mean, like really set in stone for the past week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And but we've been talking to this person for months. Yes. About this. And um, <clears throat> today's the day of I text her yesterday and didn't get a reply. But I was just like, that's how she is, you know, and I'm not going to be up her ass. I'm never going to be up anybody's ass to be no. on my podcast. If you want to come, come. If not, no pressure, you know. So I was just like very sure that she was going to show up because I was like, she's got to be way more professional than this. And um, still hadn't heard from her. Woke up, got started getting ready, sitting in hair and makeup. And then an hour before she's supposed to be here, she lets me know that she hasn't even gotten into town and pretty much didn't give me enough time to even book another guest. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved if ready she, right away. Like, right. That, you know? And I mean, I would have loved if she would have just texted me yesterday and been like, hey, I'm not going to make it because that could have given me 24 hours oh, to get somebody. We could have definitely found someone. To yeah. And so, you know, it is what it is, but I'm never going to just change my fucking schedule around for somebody else yeah. ever again. No. Like we <clears throat> I don't think anyone realizes like the extent of what had to happen for us to get here to like let's talk about it real quick okay <laughs> so not only did we have to leave vegas the mm -hmm. night of one of my husband's really big show here drive s eight hours to salt lake mm -hmm. because on a bus it's takes plus way longer yeah it's plus two hours plus you're going uphill so for some reason we were on the bus for like almost nine yeah, it was crazy pulled in that morning at like 10 a.m., mm -hmm. got up, 
I was still feeling like shit because I've been fucking battling. Been sick a week now. No, I've been sick two weeks. Really? It's been two weeks. God damn. You got to think all the way back to Texas before then I was sick. Yeah. Wow. Um. So yeah, battling sickness, woke up, trying to feel better, got ready, did my meet and greet, did not stay for my husband's show mm-hmm. just so that we could turn right back around. Jump in a car. Jump in the fucking Bronco, sexy taxi. And fucking drive six hours back to Vegas so that we could make it here to have a day to rest and then get ready for the podcast. Yep. And mind you, (laughs) it's not just me that I have to worry about. Mm -hmm. I literally have Mimi and Haley in tow always. And security. security. It's a whole bunch of us. Yeah. Like I had to move my whole team and I just feel I'm not mad, but I'm just to the point where I'm just like. This is just not fair. Yeah, it sucks. I think it's one of those, like, you can't do anything about it situations. So it's just sort of like, fuck, man. So we're going to try to make the best of it. Yeah. But in the midst of all this chaos, Jeffree Star is meeting us in Montana tomorrow. And by the time this comes out, you guys will already (laughs) know that so we can talk about it. But we are so fucking excited he's excited we're excited everyone's excited all of of this was jeffrey's idea yeah we were just like we'd love to link for a podcast and he's like no bitch (laughs) he's like no 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 we're not just gonna link for a podcast i'm gonna fly to a show Mm -hmm. in the next state over come hang out with you hop on your tour bus wake up he wants to get in a bunk guys yeah like, he goes, do you guys have room for me yeah we're like of uh course. even if we didn't you could sleep with me jeffrey okay <laughs> come on jeff um but yeah so jeffrey's coming we're really excited super stoked about this podcast he is just a gentle soul yeah like i feel so like he gets sweet. portrayed not anymore because i think people are finally getting to see the i don't want to say healed because i don't know about his journey yet but mm-hmm. the the grown Jeffrey oh, I like grown the grown Jeffrey because back in the day he used to get such heat for how he was mm-hmm. and I really think that he's just a gentle soul dude yeah. like I don't get any he's, bad vibes from he's him. very true is what mm-hmm. I would have to say he even did that with like the beauty industry when it was like reviewing makeup <clears throat> he didn't give a fuck what anyone thought yeah or who the makeup brand was he, he has was to be a true. Capricorn moon we're gonna do his birth chart Ooh, I can totally think? see Capricorn traits in him yeah I think so. Yeah. But yeah, so we are about to hop on a private jet tonight. <laughs> first time. It's going to be Haley and Mimi's first I'm time. I'm terrified. I'm terrified too because it's an air coffin. It's like a tuna can. Oh, God. You guys are not even going to... Dude, getting through the door is a <laughs> Bro, hassle. I'm going to have to like squeeze through the door. It's not even a door. It's a hutch. <sighs> I don't even know why... People think private jets are so cool. They're really not. Mm-hmm. And the unless only, you've got the ginormous private jets, right? And we're not we're not that rich. This is a loner, anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> thank out. you, El Bandito. <laughs> Shout out El Bandito Tequila. I'm sober, but they loan my my husband is not, and they loan us their private jet whenever for the tour because they're sponsoring us so shout out to them shout out el bandito we love you guys but there was no way that we could have done trisha's podcast Mm -hmm. no and gotten to fucking montana by the time the time getting there that jeffrey's getting there's no flights so my husband had to line up a private jet for his wife to get back you know so there's just so many there's so many moving parts Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and the more i think about it the more annoyed i get but it all works out in the end and hopefully she will come on the podcast and hopefully i'll get to you know, do some stuff with her, but yeah. 
I get it. It is what it is. Shit happens. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but we're making the best of our day. So we had a really good idea, and I want you guys to maybe put in your two cents for this, mm-hmm. but for the month of October, I was thinking about not having any guests and doing four murder mystery podcasts. That would be st- Oh, I'm so excited. I have chills. <laughs> I don't even know how to do a murder mystery podcast, but I'm going to fucking figure oh, it out. Oh, man. We should. Oh, my gosh. I need we to listen should, to Morbid. We should all choose our favorite murder and cover it. And then what do we do? We just talk about it? Yeah. Okay. We just lay out how, how it happened, what happened, what was the conclusion. We go through the entire thing. I don't know if I have a favorite murder. You don't have a favorite murder that you've kind of like followed along? Like the OJ one? You don't have like fucking. I do. I did the, follow the OJ one. The um, Maddox? What did we watch the Murdoch? other day? I don't Murdoch? know if I, I just always get so, I don't know if people scare me. Like, I can't believe people are really that sick, you mm-hmm. know? What did I, what was that documentary we watched and he was a clown? Oh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, I'll just do our, our research and we all get to choose one. Yeah, or if there's a murder you guys want us to cover, mm-hmm. put it in the comments because yeah. that's what we're going to do for the month of October. So no guests. Yep. You get just me, Mimi, and Haley. If we can get Haley on. Okay, so <laughs> Should last <we> talk? night. <laughs> let's talk about this since she's not here. Oh, we're talking about it. So last night, uh-huh. we decided to take edibles and get in the jacuzzi. No, not we. They. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Decide we're going to take edibles and get in. So we take the edibles. These are the same edibles we took at the movie theater the other day. And I took one and a half and she took a half. <clears throat> so we're in the hot tub. And I don't know where the f- switch flipped at some point, but we're on well, live. First of all, you're on edibles in a hot tub. I, I mean, yeah, imagine. I feel like the heat wasn't that helping. would give me a panic attack. Fucking yeah. Well, her boiled, panic attack like crab boil. <laughs> can't do it. Little pussy's hot. Like can't. Not do it. the hot pussy. No, the crab boil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she, I guess, panic set in and. I've done that before, though. I've been high. And then if I start having a panic attack, it's really hard to come out of the panic attack. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that completely. I've been too high many of times mm. in my life. Mm. Same. <clears throat> Call she just convinced herself. <clears throat> she just convinced herself that she was having a bad trip. And she said she felt like she was on <clears throat> acid. Her body was vibrating. Yeah. And no. it was like. Which I I believe her because when I used to have really severe anxiety, my body would vibrate. Remember? Mm-hmm. So I think when you get to a certain point of your nerves just being shot, your body does vibrate. Well, I was like offering all help possible. She, I was like, I could hear me <laughs> rustling around upstairs. And I was like, what are you guys doing? She's like, I have to sleep with Haley. Haley's having a panic attack. And I'm like, oh, this is my time to shine. And she's like, she's going to be fine. I said, not for eight hours. <laughs> and as you're in texting groups, me. In the group text. As, she's, as you're texting me, she's like, show me what she's saying. She kept like looking me in the eyes and was like, we're dead. And oh. I was like, okay, so I'm also trying to fight my high and like stay high and good and happy. And she was not making that very easy. And she was like, she was like, look at me right now and tell me we're not being resuscitated. Oh, I was like, oh my God. Calm down. And then she kept going, look me in the eyes. Are you not looking me in the eyes? I was like, girl, I'm looking you dead in the eyes right now. I was like, you want this banana? But I went, I got her banana. I got her food. I got her a cookie. I got her Gatorade, water. I offered Benadryl. I offered everything, but when she was high, she was like, this is what was the most frustrating. I was offering the help, but she absolutely refused to take it. (laughs) 
And I'm like, well, you know, but when don't you're so you want high, to be your better? Sk- she said she felt like her throat was closing. That's what I said. Benadryl. Let's give you a little Benadryl. It would also sober you up a little bit. Let's do something to help the situation. And she was like one of those people who was like, no help whatsoever. But I want you to help me. But you're not helping me. But I won't accept your help. And I was like, okay. Yeah. No. When I Listen, that's why I don't. I can't do drugs. Literally, that is why I don't do drugs. Because mm-hmm. I have zero control over my fucking emotions or how I feel. Oh, and the yeah. minute I get one bad negative thought in my head game over That's, like literally i am fucked. that was my whole night right there i am up shit's creek without a fucking paddle bro yeah it was just constantly she was like my mind's like moving away from my body and it just keeps <laughs> coming back and i'm like yeah it sounds like a good time to me i don't know why you're freaking out <laughs> and then i turn on you're couples like jay retreat. and Haley's like me yeah that's our whole relationship <laughs> so true literally i turned on couples retreat and she was like this is demonic you have to turn it off i was like it's couples retreat <laughs> With Jennifer Aniston? Yes. Oh, my God. Demonic. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> You're like, not really, no. No, no, it's That is not. so funny. But that's how you know that she was in a state of panic because that's how I get when oh, I'm having yeah. really bad anxiety. I literally feel like everything's demonic. Never doing <laughs> drugs with Haley ever again. Yeah, please don't. She almost cried today when I fucking... <laughs> Haley, we love you, but I love you so much. She's so she's literally upstairs sleeping right now. Yeah, and she's gonna about to get locked in a private jet for an hour and a half. <laughs> if she has anxiety on this jet, Mimi, We're done. I I'm done. I can't be in that same vicinity, bro. I'm bringing an ice pack. I'm bringing Benadryl. I'm bringing. Oh, blood pressure we're just gonna cuff. knock her out. Yeah, like yeah. I like take the fucking Benadryl and just don't talk to me. Yeah, until fucking we land, please, because yeah. I'm already fucking scared as shit of these things. I'd rather fly commercial than a private jet any day. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> you going to answer some questions now? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do it. You got a lot of them asked me questions, too, which Yay. I thought was super sweet. So on Patreon, if you're a Patreon member, you get to ask exclusive questions that we will answer directly. Um, so since our podcast guest canceled, we went to Patreon and you guys did not disappoint. So we're going to answer all the questions. Yeah. We're going to answer as many questions as we can for sure. How come you weren't able to make it to the Utah show? Well, Well, (laughs) (laughs) we just told you. Yep. By the way, we're in our West coast studio. If you can't tell, I love being here. It's like so comfy. The West Coast studio is way more comfortable than the Nashville studio. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Nashville studio is like, I feel like this is a mullet. So it's like party in the front, business. What is it? Business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. So Nashville is party and business in the front Mm -hmm. and the West Coast is party in the back. Yeah. No, I love the studio. I'm literally barefoot right now. I would never do that in Nashville. No, you wouldn't ever. Okay. Um, We're going to start out with your vitamin journey because I was like the number one asked question. We just released a new podcast with Danny. Yep. And everyone. You guys loved that podcast with Danny. It was crazy. Yeah. Everyone loved the interview with Danny. So we're going to circle back with that. And everyone wanted to know about your vitamin overdose. Yeah. About how I overdosed on vitamins. Yeah. We went through that together. That was a day. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, it was more than a day. So. God, I don't even let, let me let me gather my thoughts here <laughs> on this whole spiritual journey that I've been on. I started it in 2017 when I got off pills and then 2018 when I got off alcohol um, and my brain just was not right. Like when you get sober after doing drugs for fucking 20 years, your Xanax, especially going cold turkey. Like I was going to say the cold turkey, you didn't just wean off. 
Nope. You didn't like ease into. No, you literally were just like done. Oh, yeah. I was done. So everything hit you at once. So everything hit me at once. And then also I went through that miscarriage with Jay that I talked about on TikTok um, in 2020. And anyways, starting in 2018, I knew that I felt off. So I had started venturing into vitamins anyways. Mm -hmm. I was trying to do like St. John's Wort. I was trying to do like a bunch of other. Sam E is a. I didn't do Sammy no, until no. about 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that, yeah. That helped for a little while. It's And it still does. It's always a great 911 situation, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I had tried everything. I'm talking like B12, fucking fish oils, uh, L-theanine, and fucking just went through the whole list of things. And um, after 2020... When I fell into my suicidal ideation is when I was like, okay, I need to get with somebody who could help me and like start testing my body and like test my blood because I could tell like I would take St. John's wort and my eyes would be so sensitive to the sun and like I would get headaches and just vitamins hit me so differently than other people. Mm -hmm. So I would take like um, there's I think it's L-theanine that I took one night. I took a whole one and I couldn't even lift my arm off the couch. I felt like I was on like drugs, like it was so bad, but my husband could take it and fucking be fine. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, something's not right. So I started uh, visiting a holistic practitioner, not Danny, um, in Franklin, Tennessee, I think around 2021. Mm -hmm. And excuse me. And they started doing like muscle testing on me they didn't do any blood testing so that was the first flag there because muscle testing is good and for those of you who don't know what muscle testing is you can literally take anything in the world a product of any sort um and ask your body you know like this is water so you can just hold it to your chest like this and there's different ways of muscle testing but this is how i do it and you can hold it to your chest and you can say you know does my body need this and your body you have to stand up when you do it Then you close your eyes. You say, does my body need this? And your body will lean forward if it does, and it will fall back if it doesn't. And it does work a lot of the time because you can feel the gravitational pull. It's crazy. But they also go through and they do like muscle testing with like how your hand reacts to certain things. Like pushing on it and seeing mm -hmm, the tension. Yeah. Yeah. You ended up going to them, didn't Mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I thought this was the greatest thing. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I don't need to do the blood testing. Maybe I can just go straight into this and my muscle testing will do it. So they had put me on this regimen because they said that I had like, I needed to detox my body, which you do have to detox your body a lot of the times, especially for gut health. So mm-hmm. I started taking these detox vitamins and I'm telling you, I felt fucking amazing. I felt so good. And you know, after the three months was up of the detoxing, she's like, okay, we're going to go ahead and switch you and I'm going to put you on different supplements. And I'm like, okay, so, and these, all these supplements that I was taking, by the way, are food based supplements. So it wasn't like synthetic vitamins or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was food based. So I didn't think that I could get hurt, you know, by any of these at all. And when she tried to get me to get wean off of the, um, detox vitamins, my body went into withdrawals and I got super depressed and like my body was just, and I was just finally feeling good again. So I was like, bitch, I'm not getting off of these detox vitamins. I want to keep taking them. And she's like, okay, well they're just food. So they can't hurt you, you know? And so fast forward, I'm taking the detox vitamins for about a year 
and you know they have like all the vitamins in it and stuff like that and then I start going to Danny and Danny does my testing so we start doing the blood tests and all that stuff and you know Danny's like you need to change your diet blah 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 and at this time I was just like I'm not changing my fucking diet I can do this without having to change my diet not that I ate bad anyways but I did eat a lot of things I shouldn't have and um she had added on some supplements to the ones that I was already taking because, <clears throat> you know, she was like, you need to get off of these. And I was just like, I can't, I physically cannot. My body goes through withdrawals, not realizing that if had, I have just stopped taking them within a week, my body would have regulated. Yeah. But because I had such bad suicidal ideation, the fear mm-hmm. of feeling that for a week is what had me in a chokehold, and I was just like, I cannot go through that. Not right now. I'm too weak. Like I yeah, wasn't strong sh- enough. Yeah, I was gonna say strong enough to be yeah. able to make that choice. Dude, there was a time where I was so suicidal that I thought that um, I wouldn't even make it to the next month. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't have guns in the house. Like it was bad. Like I would cry just because I felt so low. You know, like it was just the worst feeling in the world. So Danny's like, all right, I'm not going to fucking strong arm you if you're not going to stop taking them. That's fine. But you do need to lift your your D and your B12 levels. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, cool. I can do that. So me being the <laughs> fucking hedgehog that I am was like, you know, I took a B12. I took a half a B12 and I was like, OK, I feel great. I took, you know, a vitamin D and I did that until my body couldn't feel it anymore. So when my body, when I would start feeling a little off or not as good as I felt before, I would take more. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking, like I would wake up it's and, like a handful. and take like, I don't, I mean, there's a fucking TikTok If you look on my TikTok page where I do a day in a life of a gold digger and you can see every fucking vitamin that I take. I mean, it had to have been like 20, yeah, 20 a morning yeah. that I would take. I was yes. taking like five of them. You were buying them in like the ginormous like containers too. Yeah, not even it just was the little it was really bad. Um, and so one day I was, I just wasn't feeling good and I just started not feeling good at all. And I felt like I was getting tattooed by Ash. She had flown out to finish tattooing my, my thigh. And I kept like, it was like restless arm syndrome. And I was like shaking and I had to make her stop because I just felt like, so like, uh, you know, yeah. it was like, you want to jump out of your skin and your muscles don't feel good and all that. That's a fucking warning sign that you're overdosing on vitamins. But do I pay attention? No. I'm just like, oh, let me take more. Maybe I'm just not feeling good. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not feeling great. So I wake up the next day and I had talked to one of my therapists at the time and they have this super vitamin that's called, um, oh my God, I cannot think of the name right now, but I can see the, the picture of it. It's like Declan is that what it's called that's like the the name for it but it's a vitamin b is what it is but it's like prescription strength vitamin b lord so I wake up the next day and I'm like okay I'm gonna try this because I had tried it before and I thought it was great but it's methylated and like it's it's good for you mm-hmm. so I'm like I wasn't feeling great but I was just like whatever took all my vitamins and then popped that half of that b to that b vitamin mm-hmm. and I started not feeling good, but I was like, Hey B, you want to go tan? Cause I was like, if I don't feel good, let me just go tan. Maybe it'll lift me up, whatever. We are halfway in the car. It's me, Chachi and Bailey. And I'm like, Bailey, something's wrong. And you know, Bailey's poor, sweet Bailey is just like, she tries to hold it together. You know? And she's like, you're okay, mom, let's just yeah. get to the tanning place, you know? 
and we get to the tanning place and I'm telling you, I feel like my soul is being sucked out of me. I can, I, I keep getting like tunnel vision. My heart is fucking racing through the roof. Fucking, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I feel like I'm going to, I want to lay down on the ground and fucking just die. Like it was so bad, but I was like, you know what? I might get my kids here. Like I cannot fucking do that. My dog's in the back. So I go inside, I tan, almost fucking die in the tanning booth, but come back out and Bailey's still in there. And I text Jay. I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I'm about to call 911. And he's like, where's the kid? Are you okay? Where are you? And I think he was like across town or out of town. I mm-hmm. can't remember. But I was like, Chachi's here. The kid's here. I don't know what to do. He's like, baby, if you're really feeling that sick, call 911. So I call 911. Ambulance pulls up. They're like, you're in tachycardia. Your heart, your heart rate is so high. Like we've got to take you in right now. I'm like, my kid's here. My dog's here. And Bailey's like, it's fine. I'm going to call the neighbor, have the neighbor come get me, whatever. I literally had to leave Bailey and Chachi in the middle of this fucking parking lot. I felt so bad. They would not let her come with me. And, um, I'm in the back of the fucking ambulance. They can't get a needle in me because my veins are so restricted just Mm -hmm. from, uh, being overdosing. And they're like, you know, are you, did you, they, they kept asking me if I took like an EpiPen because my adrenaline was so high and they could not get my heart rate down at all. They were pumping fluids in me, could not get my heart rate down. Finally, I asked for some Benadryl. I was like, can I have Benadryl? They're like, we can't give you anything while you're in the ambulance. But when you get there, yes, because I had I had not knowing I had been overdosing on vitamins for a couple of weeks. And anytime I had this feeling, I would take a little bit of Benadryl and it would calm me down. We get to the fucking hospital. The hospital fucking gives me Ativan, which let me tell you i was flying high you said that was true. i was like this good. is all i needed <laughs> hey i was like it felt so good i hadn't been that high in fucking forever and i was like god this is why i used to take xanax and they're like you're just having a panic attack and i'm like no sir yeah this is not a panic attack i've never had a, i said i i've lived with anxiety my entire life i've never had a panic attack like this he's like nope it's a panic attack would you like an Ativan subscription uh, an Ativan prescription and i was like I would like one, yes, but I can't have one. You know, I was like, no, because I'll fucking, I don't want to even open up that fucking can of worms. So we go home that night and I'm like, something's not right. I didn't have a fucking panic attack. I know my body. I went to my doctor again, uh, Doc Felix. We love Doc Felix. You guys have seen her on the podcast. Had her draw my blood immediately the day after I got out of um, the hospital. Test results came back. I I had overdosed on vitamin D and B12. They were hospitalization levels. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know how you didn't cause like permanent damage to yeah, your heart, which that, I think I have. <laughs> was that the day that you were at the house and she came to the house? Because um, remember, that's the day we really like narrowed it down. Yeah. To the fact that you were probably overdosing because you thought you were having POTS because when you would stand up, mm-hmm. your blood pressure would just give out. Yeah. And then Dr. Felix came to the house and we went through all your vitamins and I had called a friend of mine who owned a nutrition shop and I'm like, Hey, like, this is how much she takes. These are what she takes. And he said, I know, like, ginormous bodybuilders that can't even take that. Yeah. And she's taking that daily. Yeah. And then Doc Felix, Doc Felix ran some tests That's on you and That's when she ran some tests, yep. And found out. That I had Yeah, those levels were just crazy. Crazy high. Unreal numbers. Yeah. So I immediately stopped everything. Yeah. 
I fucking went cold turkey again. <laughs> that was the last day you took it. And let me tell you, I feel better now. It was almost like I needed that macro dose. Please don't do this at home. <laughs> it was almost like I needed that macro dose of vitamins, though, to like jolt my body and in, back into. I don't want to say normal because I'm never going to be normal be when I'm sober. Or maybe I'm just never normal and that's why I fucking use drugs. I don't know, but <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fucking, are, but are any of us normal? I mean, no, but I just don't, I'm not right in the head.com at all. Like something's wrong with me. I wake up some days and I feel amazing. And then there's other days like today. I just fucking am tired. You feel like we're bipolar. Do I feel like I'm bipolar? We are bipolar. I don't know. I, when I used to do drugs, yes, because I had extreme highs and extreme lows, but I don't think you're around me all the time. Like, be honest. Do you, do I have extreme highs and lows or no, am I just you're more You're pretty like neutral. A, I'm pretty <laughs> until more, someone pisses you off. Right. And then you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty much more of like, I don't want to say high strung cause I'm not high strung, mm -hmm. but I'm more of like just super in tune with my body. And yeah. I know like when I'm, something's off or when I don't feel good or if I haven't slept good or mm -hmm. You know, I'm just super sensitive to life. So, yeah. Do you yeah. think that is being sober or were you like this prior? Or do you feel like you were very hypersensitive? Because I know you were you didn't start drugs till later on in life anyway. So I feel like during but I don't know if anyone's really normal when they're a teenager because right. we have like hormones. Yeah. And we have all those kind of things because like my husband asked me often, like, when did the depression hit? Yeah. Because like you ha weren't always like this. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's true because I don't remember ever having depression. Right. When I was a teenager, but also we're becoming who we are now. You know that my depression didn't kick in until I was in my early 20s. My I didn't get depression until I was 40. Right. A day after my 40th yeah. birthday. I was like, happy birthday. Here, Here you go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I've, um, been, I've been like, I think I'm 11 years in now. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a, just a chemical I transaction. Don't know. I, I don't even know if it was like, I never really got sober. There's only been a couple years. And even then during the years I wasn't smoking, I was drinking. If I wasn't drinking, I was smoking. Yeah. And that's been since I was 13, you mm. know, maybe 12, 13 is when I really started smoking weed and then into drinking as a younger teen and then you know, so on and so forth. I don't think I've ever like not had advice. Yeah. Truly. Except for maybe the last, the beginning of this year yeah. from when I almost died in December to, I would say probably like April ish. I was sober. I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. No, it's being sobriety sucks. Mm -hmm. It is the worst fucking journey you'll ever go on. Yeah. You have to get, it's, I'm literally raw dogging white knuckling life every fucking day. And it's, there's so many times that I'm like, dude, if I could just fucking have a drink, but I can't just have a drink. I have to no. drink the entire bottle and you have fucking that addictive personality be down for three days. Mm -hmm. And then I want to fucking pop Xanax and then I maybe even do a line of Coke, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like my men mental health is not well enough to be, to ever get back on that bandwagon. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm stronger when I'm sober mm -hmm. because I just have the way I can just be like, nope, not doing it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But yeah, since that happened, since being overdosed on vitamins, I haven't taken any. Like here and there I will, but my body's just so sensitive and mm -hmm. I'm just... You'll never take what you had before. No, fuck no. But my body's just so sensitive. Anything I... Did it turn off? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that was my overdosing on vitamins journey. 
DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games that you won't find anywhere else. I absolutely love blackjack. It is my favorite game. I could play it for hours. You use your brain, the numbers. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code BUNNY. New players get an instant deposit matchup to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario, eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer must opt in and make minimum $5 deposits within seven days, 168 hours of registering new account, max. Match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player, offer 2024. The symptoms started on your face. Your skin turned thin and saggy. Deep wrinkles formed. Your hair got thin and your nails got brittle. Then your muscles became weak and your joints stiffened. The good news is Radiance, the next generation of collagen replacement, is finally here. While others offer one type of collagen, doctor-formulated Radiance brings four types of collagen, and each is designed to slow not only the outward aging you see, but the inside aging you can't see. I absolutely love using Radiance. It has made my skin plumper. I can see a difference within the first two weeks of using it. I mean, it makes it look like you drank an entire bottle of water and plumped your skin up. This stuff is amazing. Trust me, guys, you will love it. It's your choice. Take other collagen products and wait months for results or trust radiance with their faster results promise you'll see improved skin elasticity fewer fine lines and wrinkles plus stronger hair and nails or your money back get 15% off your first order at brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that's brickhousenutrition.com promo code bunny b-u-n-n-i-e that was a journey for sure definitely a journey what has been your favorite city to visit on tour so far? That's so, I when people ask me that it's so hard to narrow it down. It's like asking what's your favorite song because I love each city for different things. Yeah. So I've had a lot of fun in each city. Yeah. There's something different that we've gone and like done. We don't always get to go out. I don't think people realize how fast we're moving either oh. because sometimes we're pulling into a city nine o'clock in the morning, sleeping for you know a good little bit, then getting ready starting the show and jumping right back on the bus and driving again like there's no we're not even in the city for 24 hours Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of the times like there's no days off in between Mm -hmm. your city to city super fast yeah we did that the other day when we did the vegas to utah to vegas oh yeah in 24 hours we pulled out of here at 2 a.m and we pulled back in here at 2 a.m yeah it It was was so crazy like exactly at 2 a.m i thought that was really crazy um that's something that fun that we've done on the tour so far i think something that was fun that we did was the white house that was really that cool. was so cool i was actually surprised at how dope dc is yeah it's actually like a really cool little city yeah maybe just from what we saw as a tourist you yeah. know but i thought it was like super clean and like mm-hmm. nice and I just did. i yeah. really liked it i, I loved the downtown area love jet skiing yeah the jet skiing was fun that was so much fun yeah, dude we, we got blast. out 
Uh, me, Maui, Gracie, and Bunny all got out on jet skis. Oh, and JB. And just tore up the fucking lake that was and it was in oklahoma first off didn't know we were going to be on a lake in the middle of oklahoma yeah we woke up and just i walked out to let chachi out and there's a lake yeah (laughs) (laughs) so she texted me she's like we can jet ski i was like well okay i want to tell you why we were so excited to jet ski (laughs) we went to fucking new hampshire which i love new hampshire where we stayed it was really cool they had a lake there too and everything new hampshire has a fucking rule that you have to take a 90 minute test mm-hmm. and you have to pass this test or you can't ride on the fucking jet ski. You're basically getting a license to operate a boated like boating vehicle. Yeah. But I fail every test I ever take because yeah. I have fucking ADD, you know, and I just I either I just zoom through shit because I can't comprehend it. So I was like, I'm not doing this. And I'm so glad we didn't because the boys went and failed. <laughs> Like, and I'm wasted their the fucking time yeah. yeah so it was like i knew that was going to be me yeah. but i wasn't going to do it and actually waste my time doing it but they had the best sugar-free ice cream there oh my god it Aww. was so good yeah no this place that we did end up getting a jet ski we were like do we have to take a class and they're like no you have to watch a two-minute video and we we're like done we we're like sold <laughs> sold gonna do it yeah so that was fun I think just yeah. every city brings their own vibe. KC was fun, yes. even though their security there sucked. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. The meet and greets have been really fun. Bro, the meet and greets. Another person asked about the meet and greets. Let me find that question real yeah. fast because we can just wrap this into two. What is the best part of doing the meet and greets? I will say this will be the only meet and greets I'll ever do. I'm I not. wouldn't say that. Maybe we'll do like a Q&A meet and greet where you like. Yeah. If we. Okay. So if we can redesign the meet and greet yes. to where I can spend more time with people. Yes. I will definitely do that. We are literally limited to less than an hour. Yeah. We're, we're limited to less than an hour. And the way they wanted me to do it was like shake people's hands. Take. Are we allowed to say this or is Live Nation going to kill us? No. <laughs> no what? I don't think so. You don't I think don't we're know. allowed to say it? Or? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's just, it's not for me because I want to make everybody feel cherished Mm -hmm. and I want to take time with them and, you know, like I want to make sure they're heard. If I could do like an open forum where everybody that comes just sits down and asks me and Jay questions or me and the crew questions and we can just spend that whole hour with all of you, Mm -hmm. I would love that as opposed to getting one to two minutes with each person. Yeah. You know, and I and some I, people take up more time, mm-hmm. and then you feel bad because that's now intruding on the people who have been waiting in line just as long, but they might be in the back of the line, and like it, it is, it's rough because it's because you care honestly, because you do want to hear what people have to yeah. say, and like spend that time, make them I feel mean, like it was worth it. I can't even believe people come and fucking stand in lines and wait to talk to me and take a picture with me and fucking have spent in the, the money in the heat fucking bring their kids mm-hmm. there was a gram a grandma who was hot by the way she was fucking i couldn't even believe she was a grandma who walked in with what four, four or five of her grandkids i was just like man this is crazy but my favorite part of the meet and greets is um getting to just be in people's energy yeah you know i love being able to meet who supports me because mm-hmm. to me they're the ones that inspire me, you know, like 
fuck me inspiring them like i do what i do for the people who are like go bunny go yeah and like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them yeah absolutely so it's just been it's been fun it's been an experience but like i said this will probably be my last meet and greet so in this style yeah in this style (laughs) because if we ever decide to do it again please don't not buy tickets because of that (laughs) please buy them no it'll just do it in a different way it'll be a better experience maybe like with the podcast or something like that we'll be able to do like you know like a hour meet and greet after after the show or before the show or something agreed i've loved meeting everyone i think it's been really great no everybody's been such little angels (laughs) i only picked this one because of what happened last night oh god would love to hear if y'all have had any psychedelic experiences and i remember a long time ago on one of the podcasts you told a story about like you had seen something or done something that made you see stuff yeah in a I, well i've done acid twice i think and the first time i did acid it was a great trip and like we fucking laid on an electricity box we laid outside on an electricity box in a fucking apartment complex and stared at the sky and i saw angels and then i had sex on it with my ex it was fucking oh, amazing great. god sex on acid is actually pretty fun we stared at my panties for like two hours oh because <laughs> they were like in a neon light <laughs> And then the second time I did, or actually that was the second time I did acid. And then the first time I did acid was a good trip. Um, but my ex that passed away, I, he looked like the devil to me and it scared me. So I was like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And I just left him there uh, tripping on acid by himself Yeah, and fucking me and my girl just left. But yeah, it was <laughs> a good time. I've never had a bad experience with acid mm-hmm. ecstasy and Molly on the other hand, bleh. Those aren't hallucinogenics, though. Those are just fucking dirty drugs. Yeah. I don't like them at all. Um, I accidentally hallucinated on Dayquil the other day. How? Nyquil. Nyquil. Okay. Yeah. I Nyquil, took I could understand. Dayquil, I'm like, how? No, I took way too much. Um, I was sick as fuck. I was really trying to get better, <laughs> and then I just started to hallucinate. It was bad. Everything was just like melting in on me. Yeah. You and the fucking melting. I don't yeah. know how you tolerate it, dude. Yeah, when I had shrooms the other day, it felt like my face was melting off of it. She's like, it feels so good. I'm like, I will fucking go to the hospital. <laughs> don't if, if something starts melting around me, I'm gonna freak out, full panic, fucking. I just embrace it. I knew it was, I know it's not forever, and I know I only have it temporarily, so I embrace it and enjoy it. You're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> literally there's something wrong with you i've been telling her that all morning i'm like something you're not right i know i was like dude i took one and a half of what she took and she lost it and i was like i barely feel high (laughs) (laughs) you're like i'm gonna take more i was i was about to if she wouldn't have made the trip so bad man it was just constantly like look me in my eyes and i was like no fucking weirdo (laughs) she's like laying in bed dude she'd be like sound asleep i'd hear her start snoring and she would just sit up she would just sit up be like do you think we're dead? <laughs> God, go to bed, you freak. I know. I literally for like an hour was like, can you just close your fucking eyes? Like just, <laughs> just. It was so funny because I could tell Mimi was high too because she kept texting me. She's going to go to sleep soon. She, she's, I, she's really going to go to sleep I was soon. putting into the universe. <laughs> I swear. I was like, please, someone make her go to sleep. Just smash like her head three down Three hours the in of just her freaking <laughs> out. And I was like. I just want to enjoy my high. You're like, yeah, yeah, please never give her that shit again. Because she was so sensitive today. I said something to her. This is what I was telling you guys earlier that I fucking forgot. She was, she's not communicating today because she's (laughs) not all there. So she kept going in to do my eye and I thought she wanted my lid down. 
And like we kept, we danced like this for like five. She times. wasn't telling you what she wanted. And though. I'm like, I finally looked at her. I'm like, what do you want? Like, what? Tell me what to do. And she started crying. I was like, Haley, you cannot be this sensitive, baby. I was like, you are fucking. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Just sleep baby. it off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the hardest part of working together? Hardest part of working together. We're all women. We all have emotions. That's how I feel. I've cried like five times already in the past like three weeks. Yeah. I don't think there's any hard part. I, I, we're pretty even keel, you know? We, we work together so perfectly. Yeah, like, I know. Like we're great. Everyone just acknowledges each other's emotions and yeah. we just move forward. I just cry a lot. I think that situation that happened with Haley, was that last year or the beginning of this year? Uh, it was like a couple months ago. Was it a couple months ago? Yeah, that situation that happened with Haley last season on Meet the D Fords was real. And I think what she had to learn was how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Whereas you and I have already learned that because yeah. we've been working together for so long. You know how I am. Yeah. Like, if you talk to me, we could figure anything out. Anything. Anything. You just have to be honest. One, yeah. don't let you find out from someone else. Right. And, like, that's the most important thing. Like, don't go and tell other people how you feel. Like, you need to come to her about it first. Yeah. And, like, I'm kind of the same way. I'm just, like, if I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, just talk Tell to me. me. Don't go tell other people that. Right. Like, and just be open about your feelings. Yeah. Like, just fucking be like, hey, this is this is how I'm feeling about this situation. And yeah. I'll be like, cool. At least I know where you stand. And it's either going to be let's do this or let's do that. You yeah. know, there's no... There's no wrong answer to come to me and say something, you know, because I don't feel like I'm their boss. I feel like we are a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. We're all bosses. We're all like business partners. I Literally. like to tell people like you yeah. and I specifically like we're business partners. No, like we work together and we have been working together for six years now. Almost. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. this is we've made this happen. Yeah. No, for sure. And I just think that we just enjoy each other's company so much, Mm -hmm. you know, like not everyone can say that I have like, since being in the industry, saw so many people who work together and who like have businesses together. And it's so sad to see them not be able to even be friends outside of that. Yeah. That's weird. I I don't want to work with people like that. Yeah. Like I like having friendships within business and I know that's not always like the best thing to do, but like, I feel like it brings you closer because then you both care just as much about the situation. Well, that and it's like you guys have both have goals that you're working towards that Mm -hmm. you're trying to help each other succeed. You know, like when I started building my brand, I even told Haley and Mimi, like, this isn't just about me. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to put you guys on my TikTok. I want to help you guys with your brands. I even told Mimi the beginning of last year, I was like, you have to make a Facebook page. I know. (laughs) I was like, she made me make another TikTok. So I was like, TikTok's just not like a thing like yeah. i just do it for fun she's like no bitch and i was like okay i'm like making another facebook yeah you know like i want you guys to build a brand together so it's not like only one of us is shining mm-hmm. like that's why like Haley can't go anywhere without somebody being like your bunny's makeup artist yeah. and nobody or the rib can- video <laughs> oh yeah or the rib video or and people know mimi as your daughter that and <laughs> <laughs> i'm so tired of that that and they're like oh you're her hairdresser oh you're her manager you know like yeah. people know we we're just known that where there's one the others are absolutely you know yeah. so and i that's how i had always it's envisioned like a cult. literally <laughs> and that's how i had always envisioned our business yeah. to be was everybody building a brand because mm-hmm. what good is it a lot of people don't 
bring their makeup artist and their Mm-mm. hairdresser and their manager in the limelight. And I just think that's weird because everybody you you cater to the thick alternative goth girls mm-hmm. who you know like are moms yeah. and like you have your own little niche mm-hmm. Haley has her niche you know and then I have mine so yeah. it's like why not hit all three bases yeah in the same group absolutely and you know who else? Kim always did that with her mm-hmm. hairstylist and makeup artist I feel like she never like shadowed them she was right. always like I will help support you in whatever way I can yeah, even when sure. they've like launched their own products and stuff she's been a part of their launches and I think that's so cool that she didn't just like turn her back towards their businesses she was just really like yeah. how can I help we all gotta eat yeah we're literally all just trying to fucking build something you know Absolutely. and I think all boats float yeah. so I love that yeah what is the most valuable lesson you've ever learned I know mine go ahead you go first um having being comfortable with uncomfortable conversations Mm -hmm. because i'm able to apply that in every aspect of life from business to relationships to parenting Mm -hmm. i think that is the most important thing i've ever learned because i was the worst at that i always felt like and you say it best is that not all conversations have to end in confrontation Mm -hmm. and i'm like god that is the truth like it is totally okay to speak to people and have like resolution at the end of it Mm -hmm. and i think i was raised so like no forgiveness everything's going to be a confrontation type mentality that it took me until I was like in my twenties to finally be like, yeah. And it's, Oh, owning a business with Mm. that and having like seven employees under me where that look at me towards like advice and like conversation. I had to learn that like, if I'm going to come to them and tell them how to be better, I need to be comfortable with that without thinking they're going to quit or be fired or whatever. And also be able to take uh, criticism in return exactly too. i yeah. always i always like end a conversation <clears throat> with like well, well how can i yeah do better in my part too like i would never come to someone and be like you're doing this wrong without being like how could i have helped that situation yeah because sure. I, that's just as important i need to know and not everyone's comfortable coming to someone else and being like these things bother me about you yeah while <laughs> me and you are yeah like other people not <laughs> yeah. so much i know? had a breakdown with mimi like two weeks ago <laughs> I was like, you're leaving tour for a month. Jay's manager would never it do that to four him. four days. It was a month. It looked like a lot of numbers on the calendar, okay? I was like, bitch, you're leaving me. Like, it was, And Mimi came in just bawling her eyes out. I'm like, Mimi, it's fine. I'm calmed down now. Like, She wasn't at the time. Yeah. I cried like, in front of the whole band. But even, like, yeah, but even like when I'm upset about something, I'm not like attacking anybody. Yeah, I'm no. just kind of like freaking out like what am i gonna do without you you know like i don't know what the what are f- you gonna do without i me? don't know i'm still stressed about my hair in texas so i have no fucking idea i'm gonna figure it out okay um but yeah no you have to have those conversations but biggest lesson i think i've learned that's such a good question because i've learned so many lessons mm-hmm. in life um i don't know i think maybe how to be grateful and humble and that you don't always have to be seen to be heard. You know, like I feel like when you're young, you're just all over the place. And I, I was, I was all over the place. I was very flagrant and obnoxious and, um, you know, nobody was going to tell me shit. I came from the bottom and I fucking had a lot of fuck you money, you know, and I could do whatever I wanted to do. So, and I still have fuck you money. (laughs) We're laughing because it's the song song we heard the other day. I was like, this is is, uh, my new fucking clapback for the haters. But um, I think there's a way to still be soft and humble and grateful 
um, so that life keeps giving back to you Mm -hmm. when you are pompous and arrogant and have a shit attitude like I used to have when I was younger you know life humbles you and you find out very quickly that one that shit can all be taken away at any time two none of it means shit so it's Mm -hmm. like you know just be humble just be grateful and the universe and the Lord will always provide for you. I love that. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that'll do it. Shout out Kim for asking that. Shout out Kim. Um, what's your favorite brand for clothes? I chose this specifically for this reason. So it says, you know, or is a lot of it custom made for you? People do not realize <laughs> that you are the like least bougie person I know. Literally. And you have the most amount of money of someone <laughs> that I know. And she will literally order off of Sheen, Fashion Nova, and Amazon all day, all every day. day. All day long. Fucking, I'm, my husband calls me cheap. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to say that I'm cheap. I like to say that I'm frugal. There's a difference. What is frugal? I am frugal. What Google. does that mean? There's a difference between cheap and frugal. Let's see. What is the definition of frugal? sparing i am i am very sparing and what's the with regard of money or food there you go and what's the definition of cheap what's the definition of cheap low in price worth more than it is cost okay see i'm not cheap (laughs) i'm frugal see i just won that fucking battle i need to I love like right now I'm wearing a shirt off Amazon jeans I found that were like fucking 20 bucks I think like I love cheap stuff because one designer shit does not fit me I don't like it it's fucking weird I've never nothing about I don't know I've never looked at a designer outfit and been like I want that shall we tell them about the leggings yes okay (laughs) so here's perfect example Mugler I fucking finally splurge and get some Mugler, Mugler leggings, the ones that ha- that are see-through, the ones that I wore to the Vegas show. If you guys go back on any of my TikTok, Instagram, you'll be show, able yeah. to see them, yeah. Not this Vegas show, but the last last year's Vegas show, the black ones. I splurged. They're like fucking $800 to $1,500 a pair. But I love these fucking things so much that I was like, I have to have them. So I order the fucking leggings. They get here. I documented this on TikTok. First of all, they're like paper like nylon not even nylon is stretchy this shit was like paper tissue paper literally and you fucking put it on and they rip so all night long i had a rip in my fucking pants in the front but still that that was your second pair that was my second pair yes the first pair just split yeah i mean it just split and she was like what the fuck are we gonna do yeah but then you had whole outfit yeah you had the second pair show up the morning of yeah and as she's putting them on just an absolute run run goes right through the front yeah so i just don't see the point i think that does i even have an issue with designer bags now i kind of have a little bit of a fetish for them my husband created a, a monster yeah but my husband looked at me one day and was like bitch you make too much money to not carry a designer purse you're embarrassing <laughs> i was like uh, rude oh God, i was like bougie like- fucking roll bro <laughs> like you guys have no idea my husband 
is the bougie one out of us. He is, for sure. All thread count roll. Yeah. Like, literally, he will come in and be like, "Mm, the thread count on these sheets is not 10,012. And I'm like, (laughs) who are you? I'm like, you used to sleep in a fucking van with crumbs and condoms on the floor. Like, what are you talking about, (laughs) dude? crumbs and condoms. Oh, Bertha was disgusting. But, yeah, no, he is so picky about shit. And I'm just like... I wasn't going to argue with him because I was like, you know what? I've fucking just deserve it. I have a real problem with thinking I deserve things, but I was finally just like, you know what? I deserve it. Let me go splurge. And now I like love Louis. I love Dior. I've always loved Dior bags, but to me, they're just not big enough to carry all the shit I need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like designer clothes, the cheaper, the better, baby. Because yeah. honestly, I only wear things once, too. So if I'm photographed in it mm-hmm. or if I wore it on stage, I've been giving all my clothes to Caitlyn now. Yeah. Caitlyn. Um, She's like, we got to check to make sure we don't wear the same thing. Some yeah. Nights and stuff. To Caitlyn Curtis on tour mm-hmm. because, you know, she wears the same size as me. And she the has- only like things you've been custom, your wedding dress recently was yeah. just custom. Mm-hmm. The dresses that you wear on the red carpet are custom. Right. But your everyday clothes, your podcasting clothes, even show clothes. Yeah. There's very few pieces that are either high end or custom. Yeah. I don't, I've never wore a high end pair of pants except mm-hmm. for the Muglers. Mm-hmm. And I've. T-shirts. couple of your like new um body suits are nice yeah those know? are ni- those are angel brinks yeah. and she fucking is just an amazing designer um but yeah and the outfit you wore to vegas you had someone right because that was like a big show for us oh and wicked luster clothing yes, yes. she has been designing a lot of my stuff mm-hmm. she's been designing like a lot of the rock and roll stuff that i wear but those are like she's I said, so dope you guys sprinkled. and she's very affordable so go check her out on mm-hmm. instagram or her work TikTok. Is- beautiful wicked luster clothing man she's amazing and she's hot as fuck and she's like in in fucking the uk and if you order something she'll have it to you in like two weeks oh this is just a quick question we're not going to go into detail but someone wanted to know the rowdiest crowd we've had so far we're just going to tell you our like favorite meet and greet was albuquerque new mexico yeah they're you guys showed out the crowd was loud i mean that cloud i had to go i had to actually like go out in there they were crazy loud and everyone who walked through that door to meet you was just like amazing the most like a lot of days and gays were there too and i loved them oh a beautiful experience love that but um this is (laughs) how do you manage to eat healthy on tour what do you do (laughs) go ahead and tell them Well, I had to buy a fucking crock pot, a fucking one, what air fryer, a one skillet, an air fryer. I literally wake up every day and cook my meals mm-hmm. every fucking day. At breakfast, I eat the same thing. Fucking lunch. I'll usually try to like make something that I can like that will tide me over to the next day too. lots of salads. Lot, I mean, the, if you want to eat right, you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Eat- I don't think I've eaten one time at the fucking not at catering no not, never once catering's very hit or miss love you guys appreciate you guys meatballs. for feeding us every day i ate the meatballs the other day they were vegan but it <laughs> some of their food is good they had an eggplant lasagna the other day that actually slapped like i went back for seconds I really it. yeah i love it and then they do a lot of like chopped salads which i really love is like the pre-made so they'll make like an italian one that's got like the olives and the feta cheese and stuff like that yeah. so I lo- and they have a salad bar every night um and they have a juicer which i have found out that i love juicing i'm buying one when yeah. i get home for the new house because it's, like it sucks when you do it yourself though i make it every day really yeah every morning i wake up and they have a ginormous basket and a juicer wow and i make myself a juice andy has taught me actually how to make a really good juice and make it so, make one with apples oranges and carrots oh my god that's what we do it's apple oranges carrots cucumbers celery beets 
ginger and then i add like a little bit of paprika to the top of it um i think you got mexican in you somewhere I do. My dad's Mexican. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why you like all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was raised. I never knew Pops was Mexican. Yeah. He's Holy the only, he's the only white looking one out of the whole family. How it's funny I to look at a picture. That? Cause we're like on that side, they're the Garcias. But my, my grandma decided to, you know, fuck a white man. And <laughs> then they're the only ones that popped out with blue eyes um, and blonde hair. Yeah. And you it's look like at Charlie. them. Yeah. When you look at them in like the mm. lineup, it's like. They're just like the ones on the end that are just white. Yeah. <laughs> it is so funny to see my family That's like pictures. my friend Summer that you just, that was at the mm-hmm. Vegas concert. She's Summer Rivera. She's yeah. literally Mexican. You, you wouldn't think. Like, I look yeah. pasty as fuck. You would never guess mm-hmm. that I have actually a good portion of mm-hmm. I'm Mexican. So, mm. and I was raised in a very, very, very um, dominantly Hispanic community. Mm. So, like, that's the food I was raised off of and, like, what yep. we ate all the time and the barbecues that we went to and stuff. Yep. Okay, next one. Love it. But yeah, that's how I eat healthy on the road. She eats, she cooks everything. Yep. You order groceries too. Also, I order groceries every fucking day. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but if you want to eat healthy, you got to make it work. Um, if you could spend a day with one person from history just to pick their brain and be in their presence, dead or alive, who would it be? Does it have to be a day or can it just be an hour? Because <laughs> my love tank is on E. We I got one hour to spend it with anyone at any time, any dead or alive person. Probably, probably Jesus. Damn, that was a good one. Yeah, or God. Like if I could ever get to him. Wow. Just like pick their brain. Just be like, what is this shit real? Like what's happening? Yeah, what a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go there. (laughs) 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 My brain went in every possible she said yeah i didn't go there (laughs) i went for like elvis (laughs) (coughs) you're making my smoker's cough come back oh god yeah we need to clip that what did taylor lewan say clip that (laughs) what's your favorite sex position god i feel like this this question is just so overrated no i want to know your i don't i don't know yours um i know that you like it in the grave on the grave not in the grave <laughs> god on the graves and you like don't start that you rumor like being beaten don't fucking start that rumor i don't like being beaten i like being tossed up though that's like beaten i'm an alpha female if, toss if he me punched the fuck me in the face around. i would lose it if i was bleeding it's it you can have love smacks you're not getting full-on fucking punched Who in your face smacks? i do i, I love it mm, it's great I mean, I like all positions. I think sex is a beautiful work of art. And I feel like writing, I can get to show off my skills, you know. And you oh, the skills? Do you, have a, do you have form when you <laughs> do it? I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to. I sit straight up. A lot of girls like lean forward and stuff like that. But I sit straight up and because I have really good control of my hips and my legs. But I love doggy style. I love... I like the one where you lay down with your legs spread and they like scissor in between. Oh, that yeah, shit's yeah. hot. I mean, I like it all. Hang me off the bed, slam my fucking head into a fucking bed frame. I don't care. Just fuck me. Like, literally, that's how I. <laughs> how about you, Mimi? Oh, I like a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's like, everything else is 
just a little too much. I think a better question is, is how long do you like to have sex? Oh, not a long time. Me either. Dude, if you more than 10 minutes, I'm like, mm, I got yeah, shit I to can do. get 15. You're pushing it. Okay. Wait, like is, I got, we got a whole lot of stuff to do. I don't, there's some dudes that like to go for like hours. Like, how? Ew. Why? My, first of all, my pussy hole can't take that. No. There's no fucking way. After a while, I'm like, it, it fucking hurts. It does. It hurts. And it just like, it's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we were just like, okay, bro, like, hurry up. Let's fucking finish this up. But yeah, yeah. like those weird porn dudes. I don't know if you ever had one of them. I have. They just. Sure haven't. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah the ones with like the weird flavor savers you nope. guys know what i'm talking about <laughs> not one of them uh, yeah fucking they get weird and mm, i bet i yep don't like it mm-hmm. yeah just fucking slam bam thank you ma'am oh, i love it okay keep it memorable you know just fuck the living breath out of me leave me breathless <laughs> not leave me fucking just Four. counting sheep and shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Uh, You know, something. You're just passing the time like one. You're like thinking about all the shit you have to do. You're like, man, I really got to get laundry done. Just fucking to-do list. (laughs) Like, I just cannot wait to leave. What what is he doing back there? (laughs) Okay. I will give a tip that I have given to actually a lot of people, especially if you're plus size. So this is for my plus size girls. If you don't like to, like she said, she likes to ride. Like sitting straight up, oh, I can't God. do that. I don't yeah. got like uh, that's just not gonna happen. I have learned that instead of putting my legs over him, if I put them under his legs, then I have like the stability of it, and like you have total and utter control without using your hips over him. Like like okay, so if you're a reverse cowgirl, okay, this is like only works in reverse cowgirl. Actually, I should have like specified okay that. okay that I understand. So then like his legs go over your legs versus your legs over his legs. So yep. like a lot of girls will put their legs together and they will go over. Mm-hmm. If you spread his legs and put your legs up and under his, yeah. you have full and under control and you don't get tired. Yeah. I think that's how I ride. Not a lot of people do. Yeah. I think that's how I ride reverse cowgirl anyways. I, I like to switch it up. I'll fucking shove my legs under their butt. Get <laughs> Dude, whatever I can do to fucking get to where I'm going. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just straight under him no. too. Just bounce back on it. Oh man, you know guys are saving this podcast right now just to re-listen <laughs> These to dudes, Yeah, our husbands are listening with their wives like, hey honey, let's try that. Uh, Bunny, how has it been managing your sobriety on the road, being like around a lot of people who do those things? Because I don't think a lot of people talk about how hard it is to be put in situations in which, because a lot of people come up to you, can I buy you a drink when we're at like an after party or something like that? And you're constantly like, no, I'm sober. How does that ever affect you? Is it hard or are you kind of used to it now? Um, it's never affected me because okay. I'm so strong and steadfast in my sobriety. Yeah. Like it's not even a question or I even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care that my husband drinks. I don't care that people around me are drinking. I will say that you drunk motherfuckers look so stupid though. And I'm judging every one of you all the time. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm just like, ugh, God, you were so cute until you got drunk. You know, like girls and guys. <laughs> she does. I swear. Yeah. Literally. She'll tell me. She'll be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's just so gross the way people act when they're drunk. I just don't like it. And you yeah. guys might hate me for saying that, but there's nothing attractive about a woman who is stumbling and falling all mm-hmm. over the place and does not have herself together. And there's nothing attractive about a man who reeks of alcohol yeah. and 
just sounds like the a first jackass. thing she'll say if she hugs someone and she smells it she's like they smell like alcohol yeah like i just don't like it at all um i f- and I, my husband don't think that i don't fucking tell his ass he was trying to get on the bus the other day with us <laughs> she's fucking shit face and i was like no Mm-hmm. I was like, I love you, but I'm not gonna drive eight hours with you. Fucked up. I yeah. was like, you go fucking razzle dazzle your other your own bus. She goes, Are you gonna talk for the next six hours? He said, Yeah. And she's like, You can go back to your bus. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I I don't have time for that. Like, love you, but no. It was like a long night too. Yeah. And like everyone just wanted to go to bed, and he comes rolling in. Yeah. Those are my favorite because it's like it's the end of the night. The bus has already started up. Yeah. We're already. He's like, this is your one chance to have all of this on your bus. And I was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, go. (laughs) I don't want it. Maybe if you were sober and we could snuggle. Yes. But fucking shit faced. Jay used to get drunk and come home and wake up the whole house. It got to the point. Just wanted to talk. Just wanted to talk to people. And I got to the point where I was like, our daughter has to go to fucking school. Stop waking her up to talk to her in the middle of the night. You freak. (laughs) Um, but no, it never bothers me. I, I actually have pride in telling people that I'm sober. Mm-hmm. It doesn't Good. bother me. I, I like it. Rat. Yeah. That's super I don't, cool. I just uh, feel like it's such a personal decision that I made yeah. and like, why not be proud of my sobriety? Yeah. Charlie and his assistant came to the Vegas concert and she is just recently sober than like, I think the last six months or something. And someone was very much forcefully like, I'm going to get you a drink. And she's like, I'm sober. And he wasn't stopping to the point that Charlie then had to step in and be like, Mm -hmm. yo, motherfucker, she's sober. And I feel like that not everyone has your like your strong headedness of being like, no, fuck that. I'm not taking a drink. I'm not. You guys also have to keep in mind. I've been sober since 2018. Mm -hmm. So that's what? 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. That's five years off Mm -hmm. of alcohol. That's five years that I've had to just see motherfuckers act like idiots. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I just don't have a problem saying no. And I don't like the way alcohol. Listen, I love being drunk. Okay. Even I was the sloppy girl who fucking couldn't hold herself together or have a conversation. You post videos of that often of your throwbacks. I love being drunk. I'm the happiest drunk. I will make out with you. I will slap your titties. I will fucking just love you down. I become a ball of love when I'm drunk. I Mm -hmm. love being drunk. I can't handle the way it makes me feel the next day. I literally want to fucking hang off of a cliff Mm -hmm. when I fucking come down off of Xanax and alcohol. So Mm -hmm. I just made that decision that I don't ever want to be that girl. There was too many nights that I did fucked up weird shit when I was drunk and under the influence. And I just don't ever want to go back to that girl. Yeah. I do that if I'm with liquor. I can't do that the day after liquor. Day after champagne. (laughs) Yeah. Whole different story. We were in Texas. (laughs) Got fucked up on a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. That shit was a beautiful, beautiful night. And I was able to wake up the next day and just keep rolling. We yeah. did that in Vegas the other night when we were in the um, the casinos. I was yeah. like, Prosecco. If I have anything else, I'm worth nothing for at least yeah. a couple of days. I, 24 I to 48 business hours. Yeah. <laughs> Literally yeah. me. Yeah. Um, the next question was, how are we dealing being away from the kids? That's I know. a question for you. I am not doing well. This bitch started crying during a meet and greet the in other the day. In the meet and greet, <laughs> a small child walked in. She was so cute. And she was like four years old. Mm. And I was just like, I fucking lost it. Had a full on breakdown. Had to roll into the bathroom and just like compose myself real fast. And then I like, I literally cried last night because Jason sent me a picture of Cash on the four wheelers. He was like, these are sick. And he like was playing with it. And I was just like, my babies. And then Olivia's lost a tooth since I've been gone too. So she lost. Was that her first tooth? No, it's her fourth. Uh, No, fifth one that she's lost. I have mom. I shouldn't care if it's the fifth tooth. I I care a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> if he says like if cash says a new statement i'm like <laughs> Ugh, yeah i cry a lot um but yeah, i'm Mimi doing is a crier she oh. tries to say she's not a crier she is a crier <laughs> yeah no when it i've learned that it's when it comes to my family i will cry at drop she of cries about other things too sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i don't cry as much as Haley. Haley's done really good this tour. I'm actually surprised. You've cried more than Haley this tour. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> in the past, though. We're, I'm talking yeah. in full. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think Haley just gets us now. So she's just like, whatever. Except for today. She did start fucking crying. Yeah. But she cried the other day. Drug before. induced. Yeah. <laughs> What'd she cry the other day for? I think it was when she was like coming out of that hangover when she had drank a lot the, the night or the night of your wedding. Oh, I don't. I, what she, was she crying about? Do you know, no, the next day oh. she got a little emotional. But yeah, she also was like not. I don't think she woke up sober. Yeah, she woke up still drunk. Did Gabby's makeup? I think drunk. Yeah, <laughs> got two IVs. I woke and then, up and fucking came on the came downstairs and they were on the couch and fucking all I saw was the top. She looked like a condom, like a like an uncircumcised wiener. All I could see was the top of her head and like her eyes. <laughs> she was just. <laughs> curled up I on the like, couch. I was like, you good? She had to get two IVs, yeah. dude. And Tordal and vitamins uh, and all the stuff. It was wild. Those IVs are lifesavers, though. They are. They're like, Shout out, Bobby. Haven't been able to survive without them because no. Bobby has literally saved all of our lives multiple times. Literally. I fucking have been battling fucking tuberculosis mm -hmm. the past fucking <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's been wild. brutal. Um, what movie could you watch again and again? I already know my answer. Steel Magnolias, Beaches, all Ice those. Dirt. Yeah. It's more, I like the old nostalgic mm -hmm. ones. I had never seen Steel Magnolias. I don't know why I hadn't, but we were in the salon one day and someone was like, you have to watch it. It's a comedy. It's not a fucking comedy. It's not. I'm back there <laughs> foiling, crying because of the ending. And I was like, who the fuck turned this on? Yeah. Who fucking said it was a comedy? Cassie. Okay. She's never watched it Liar. all the way through. Yeah. She was like, well, there's a lot of funny parts. I was like, doesn't make it a comedy. That was sad as fuck. <laughs> um, but no, that's a good movie. I do mm. really like that one. But man, I could watch Joe Dirt. Like, I swear, I love Joe Dirt so much that I created a Joe Dirt. If you've ever seen my son. <laughs> Cash Bunny. Long Cash Bunny Cash has a Bunny. long blonde mullet and is the most wild, unhinged child you'd ever imagine. No, literally, you manifested that. I did, for sure. Little baby dirt. <laughs> baby dirt how hard has it been mentally traveling on the road i also want to thank you for being honest in your mental struggles i've just started therapy for past trauma in my life me watching your videos and listening to your podcast has helped me that's from tammy no i'm glad you're doing uh therapy tammy yeah. that's the best step that you can do um my mental health has been good like i ever since i cut sugar out of my life it has been a game changer mm -hmm. i can control my anxiety now does that mean that it's under control no but does that mean like even last night i started getting overstimulated in the sushi restaurant and i have I mean, no he idea was why singing piano man i mean but it was <laughs> the <laughs> The fucking sushi chef was and some little Asian lady was playing the piano and the sushi chef was singing piano man and he kept singing it over and over again. But yeah, I just got super overstimulated. But now that I've learned how to breathe and I kind of like I put ice on my chest. Ice is my number one savior. Yeah. You grabbed your water and immediately put it on your chest and it, it was very short lived. Yeah. You were in a great mood like yeah. throughout dinner other than the sushi yeah. sucked. But 
you just I think you learn how to cope with it mm-hmm. and live with it a little bit better. Like I have a lot of anxiety because we're doing this whole thing with Jeffree Star the next 48 hours. So it's like you always want to be presentable. And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself mentally to always be the best at everything I do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I just want everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but you d- it's been really good and I can't complain. And I'm actually very surprised. I thought my mental health was going to be a lot worse on the road. I feel like you getting out of Nashville and being forced into this lifestyle, knowing that you can't just go home yeah. by choice. Like it, you're kind of committed to these, yeah. especially 15 meet and greets mm-hmm. on there. You know, it, it was a lot and you have done incredible like i want to tell you how I proud i am because i feel you like so you've much. done how many so more meet and greets do we have let's not talk about it <laughs> um, um bunny do you ever miss having your implants i miss having the fullness and the roundness that i did but other than that no, no. i feel like they made me look so matronly because i'm already a big bitch like i'm five six people don't realize that you're tall yeah i'm five 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 six everybody at the meet and greets is like wow you're taller than i thought you were i'm like do i look little everyone online? thinks you're like five three yeah no I'm i've not. had people tell me that before they're like she looks like literally double zero five three like the tiniest little human and i'm like she's actually my height like yeah you're very like you're only an inch away from me like we yeah. are so similar in height it's crazy yeah. so what was the question though have you ever missed your implants oh my implants um yeah so i'm like five 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 six i weigh 153 right now like 152 on a good day um but it's like any sort of i'm built like a fucking linebacker so when i had those fucking tits on me dude I just started looking so matronly. It took away from my waist because I already have such a short waist. I love natural titties. I think they're beautiful. I love. It elongated you mm-hmm. because you were right. That is a lot of boob. And so from like boob to waist, I there had, was only a very small. I section. would have to lift my tits up to see my waist. Uh-huh. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't miss them at all. I just, like I said, I miss the fullness. I love my natural booby girls. Mm-hmm. Like I love natural bodies now. Yeah. Like you don't realize it because you will go through a phase. Some people will go through a phase of like, oh my God, I love the way fake bodies look. You know, if they're done mm-hmm. right, BBLs, liposuction and fake tits, especially on the West coast. That's all that's ingrained in our minds is yeah. that. And you go through this phase where you're like, oh, God, I just want to look like a Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. And then as you get older, you want to go back to the naturalness. Exactly. Yeah. I love girls with natural bodies. I think they're beautiful. I just love the whole natural aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I feel like I love that that has come back because the BBL trend got really far. Some of them are brutal. We love to play. We like to guess. Yeah. BBL or no. Yeah. In the airports (laughs) when we come through like Miami or LA or Vegas. It's like, oh, you think she had a BBL? I mean, you can tell some of them are really bad. Some of them, they're like literally folding onto the back of their legs. Yeah. It's so wild. I'm so thankful that mine didn't turn out like that. But I didn't get like a full BBL. I literally just had him take in my hip dips mm-hmm. and just put a little bit of fullness at the top. So I you already had an ass. I already did. I had a big yes. ass. And so he was like, I'm not giving you a full BBL. He's like, we're just going to fill in your hip dips mm-hmm. and kind of round it at the top. Yeah. <clears throat> so the other night we were at the bar and I thought it was really interesting because I started asking because, you know, we're we're there's very little the men to woman ratio on tour is wild like there are only a couple of us and then there's like a ton of dudes right so i've gotten to know a lot of the dudes they're super sweet and respectful i really have to say and commend them because they are very very nice people yeah i've talked to people about them before that like this is like a family Mm -hmm. they're like brothers to me but we did get talking i was like okay what's everyone's like types you know like what what is it and i was very surprised how many people were like 
we hate when we can see that a girl has had work done. Right. I was like, oh, no men shit. love natural bodies. No, I, I never. It's, I guess it's different hearing it from the guy mm-hmm. than just to assume. No, I could tell you, you know? being in the industry, men prefer natural bodies. Yeah, that's so crazy to mm-hmm. me. Absolutely crazy because these girls are spending and going through so much trauma to well, look away they think will. It's because they're, we're all conditioned as children yeah. to look a certain way and Especially to look like the girl in the magazines, yeah. to be Playboy models, to be, you know, the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, it's all programming. And Even the Kardashians have started to reverse a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. So that, that was our questions. Yay. We've been on here for a while. Well, I love you guys, and I hope you liked our fucking fill-in episode. We have, like, two and a half hours before we got to go. Yep, two and a half hours to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let us know below in the comments uh, what murder mysteries you guys want to hear us talk about for the. This month is going to be my favorite series. I, I hope know. you know that we're going to start doing it every October. Yep. We're going to film awesome. a couple of them in our dressing rooms, and we're yep. going to have our new backdrops that we've been using. Everyone has complimented our meet and greets being the Dumblon Podcast Studio. Yeah, I love Everyone that. has been like, that was the coolest possible setup you could have done. Yay, so I really enjoyed that. that. I love it. And I love you guys. And thank you guys for all the support, uh, especially on my Patreon. You motherfuckers, like, thank you so much. I can't thank you for being here every month, month after month, and just supporting, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole brand. Like, you guys are fucking amazing. Everybody that leaves comments online, everybody that just shows us love. There's a new Bunny and Jelly fucking uh, Facebook group that has, like, 150,000 people in it. That I just found today. I, I ran into that. it somehow, and I was like, "This is so cool!" I and the, the girl it. who's running it is actually doing a really good job. You guys are, s- you guys have such a cult following. It's yeah. been really cool to watch that this whole tour. We get of- so much love, and then we also get fucking torn apart on other websites. I know, <laughs> fuck them other websites. It's just crazy. The w- love definitely outweighs the hate. For Absolutely, sure. you guys always. have such a beautiful following. And the we people have- who tear us apart, though, are the ones who don't understand us. Yes, because we're different. They don't take the time to understand either. They don't care. They don't want to listen. They just mm-hmm. want to judge from outer outer appearances. You know, yeah. I'm an old whore, and fucking my husband's a fat slob. That's yeah. all they care about. You know, it's ridiculous. And it's just like we're just so thankful for the people that love us and that just really gave us a chance because Mm -hmm. in the beginning people didn't want to give us a chance and Mm -hmm. now it's like to look at the snowball effect that's been going on the past few years is just really wonderful and so thankful to be a part of it so thank you guys so much and i love you so much and i'll see you guys next week Mm -hmm. thanks for listening bye